Hey, this is Sean B, and you are listening to the Christian Music Guys podcast. On today's episode, we sit down with emerging artist Sean B. You can catch Sean in January on the Winter Jam Tour. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. There are a few things that you can get this holiday season that are some pretty hot gifts. According to goodhousekeeping.com, the first top five um, gifts are, number one is the cloud slides. It says they're like pillows for your feet. Um, They were extremely popular over uh, TikTok. Number two is the do-it-yourself slushy maker cup. Apparently, all they have to do is refrigerate this cup for four to five hours, pour in their drink, of their choice, squeeze a cup for a few minutes, and then you have like an icy, like a slushy. Number three is some 14 karat gold hoop earrings. They have over 30,000 five star reviews on Amazon. Number four is that I wrote a book about you, fill in the blank book. Create your own personalized present with this sweet and lighthearted fill in the blank book. And then five is the mini pocket projector. This one says the lucky recipient of this gift can easily connect their iPhone or Android to watch a movie, give presentations or games on the big screen. There's a built-in rechargeable battery and speaker. You can find it at Amazon for $220. And it's about the size of a, I would say of a, uh, an iPad uh, box charger part. So pretty sweet. So those are the top five popular gifts out there right now. We recently sat down with Sean B. Sean B is an emerging artist. Um, He has some great uh, songs and he is going to be on the Winter Jam Tour uh, next year. And so that will be an awesome tour with some other um, artists. So we recently got to talk to Sean B and uh, the heart behind some of his songs. So, hope you enjoy this interview. So, Sean, thank you for joining uh, me this this afternoon, this evening. Hey, man, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be on with you. Yeah. So, you're from you're originally from Denver, correct? Yes, sir. Originally from Denver, Colorado. I grew up there, um, lived there my whole life, and it wasn't till um, almost a year now um, ago that uh, my wife and I we moved out to Tennessee and, you know, God just kind of stirred up our hearts and our family and, and we, uh, you know, came out here to see what he had for us. Yeah. Awesome. So are you a Nuggets and Broncos fan or? Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm excited to see what the Broncos do this year. I was a little bit bummed because they didn't wait, you know, they waited to get Russ until I moved out and, you know, then they got Wilson in. And so I'm like, come on. But you know, God still got my back. The Broncos actually play the Titans in Tennessee this year. Uh, so I will absolutely be at that game in my Broncos jersey and, um, you know, making all the other fans upset. <laughs> so now that you're in Nashville, you don't think you should jump on that bandwagon? You know, I love I love Derrick Henry. I really do. But uh, I, I got to stay on the Broncos bandwagon. Just just ride it out and see how they do with Russ. Then if they don't, if they tank, then we'll think about switching over. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I, I was on your social media and uh, I saw that you had an incredible summer. I got to do some festivals and 
um, you know, some TV shows and stuff like that. So tell us a little bit about your summer. Man, it was uh, it was a blast. It was a really good summer. I was blessed to, you know, like you said, just uh, be able to visit a lot of uh, festivals around uh, the States. And, you know, the real blessing was being able to have my team there with me. And, you know, I got um, all the guys that come along and they just really every element of the show, they just really add to it and bring it to another level. And so that was a lot of fun um, for me. The most fun is, you know, first of all, being able to, you know, do what I love with my friends who also love to do it. Um, but the other part of it is being able to meet people and, you know, you just, you just always meet somebody new and you always hear these crazy stories about, you know, what God's doing in somebody's life. They come up and share their testimonies after the, after the concerts. And, uh, it's really cool. Cause it's like, Whoa, you're the story you just told me, like, it reminds me that God is moving in everybody's life you know, at the same time throughout the different seasons. And so it just like re, you know, it reassures you that God is everywhere and God is working. And so those stories that people share after the concerts really just become uplifting and like exciting to hear. And so, yeah, being able to just, you know, pair, pair, um, you know, doing the concerts, talking to people afterwards, all of that, the experience has just been amazing this summer. Yeah. Do you have a favorite state, uh, like performing or, I mean, is there a, certain state that you know you just love that's that's tough um i the last I'm like, one <laughs> it, <laughs> i i'm still in a, i'm still in honeymoon phase with uh, tennessee for sure yeah. uh, but uh you know i i gotta say from, from in the performance world uh you know this summer colorado was my love hate because you know i went back to colorado after having moved away and it was awesome you know you got the home crowd and the family everyone turns up but man, I was not a believer in the whole mile high altitude is hard on the lungs thing. I, I thought people were being like dramatic when they said that. And, you know, I'd, I'd watch the football games and the guys are on oxygen when they come play in Denver. And I'm like, oh, man, they, they should be tougher than that. Dude, one song in and my lungs were just on fire. And I was like, I had never run out of breath before before that. And I was just like, what is happening? So I, I like pause and drink some water and so so that was probably my favorite and least favorite experience because I got to be back you know with with my home and you know see all the family again but it also you know kind of kicked my butt and made me realize like okay yeah the elevation is is a real thing yeah it isn't red rocks in in there that the amphitheater it is yeah. yeah, Red Rocks, man, that's that's goals, man. I've been there a couple times just to just to see it and tour it, and uh, you know, prayerfully, I'll be uh, playing a concert there one day. And yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's like that's the venue. Everybody loves that venue. It's so good. Yeah. So your last, well, you go by Sean B. Is that really your yeah. last name? So my last name is actually Rodriguez, and okay. Sean B is the stage name, and where the B comes from is um, it's essentially it's a call to action. And so I'm a really strong believer in you know becoming who God made us to be. And there are so many things that you know tell us to be something else. We get a lot of pressure and influences from the outside world. Um, you know, just hey, be like this, do this. This is trendy. You know, jump on this train. Um, we get so much pressure from that. But, you know, God created us to be something unique that nobody else could be like he, he created you to be uniquely you. And so, you know, the B is that challenge. And it's just a unique name enough that it sets up the opportunity for someone to ask, what does B mean? And then I'm like, boom, hey, this you is you know, this is what it means, you know. 
Yeah, and so so it, it creates that opportunity for you to just challenge and say like, hey, God believes that you're something more, um, you know, and and you can decide to be that. Great. Uh, could you take us on a journey and and how did you get your start in the Christian music industry? Yeah, so um, it was always something that I wanted to do for sure. Like it, I I loved music growing up you know i listened to uh toby mac a lot growing up family force five were like mm -hmm. th those are probably my, my top two just going back and forth um i just love the energy and the feel um group one crew was also a big you know group that i loved mm -hmm. just anything that made you move and dance yeah. and like, have a good yeah. time and so i loved i love that feeling and it was always something that i really wanted to do um but you know when I was younger and especially through those teen years, you know, I got into uh, like more rap and hip hop stuff. And I think, uh -huh. you know, there was definitely a side of me that was doing that more for me and like, you know, trying to do it to make myself feel cool or trying to do it to like, you know, give myself props and you know, all of that. Yeah. And yeah. so, and so with that mentality, like it just never, it can never form into anything because it's always about you. You know what I mean? Um, and especially when you're doing it in the, you know, in the Christian, in the Christian world, it's like, it's definitely not going to work because you can't be about yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. and that was one of those things that I definitely learned the hard way. And, you know, my kind of, um, you know, my, my stubbornness kind of got me into some bad business deals and, you know, just things didn't go right. And so it became really discouraging for a season. And, um, you know, I just kind of had this, I just kind of had this thing with God of like, you know what I want to do, but like, why am I trying and it's not working, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it's, I, I love throwing this reference out. Have you ever seen the movie Nacho Libre? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, when he's like, why do you give me this desire to fight and make me a stinky wrestler? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to, if, if I ever get baptized again, I want to be baptized like that. So. Yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was like, it's so funny because it was like literally that moment, but in real life of like, you know, like, why, why do I feel like I really want to do this? And it's still not working out. Like, why does, and you know, the big thing that, you know, I felt God just kind of start to transform my heart into was like, because you're putting yourself first, you need to start putting me first and you need to start putting other people first. You know, you need to ask, you know, how can you serve where you are before you ask how you can be served and how you can, you know, get your own benefit. You need to ask how you can benefit others. And so once that mentality started to shift, it, you know, it kind of just softened up my heart a little bit and opened up my mind to just like listen more and say, all right, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, serve not only in music, but just in general in life, I'm going to serve in the area that you call me to God. And I'm just going to do that 100%. And when you see that it's time, then you'll tell me it's time. You know, my, my big thing was, if I'm not ready, then show me how to be ready. Right. And, um, and you know, finally he did. And so, you know, you kind of fast forward through a season there. Um, I had come out to Tennessee and I visited and a friend of mine was like, yeah, man, come on down. And, you know, I'll, I'll introduce you to some of my friends out here. And so, you know, I just met a couple of friends and one meeting jumped into another meeting. And that's how I met uh, my awesome team, We Rock uh, at We Rock Entertainment. And, um, you know, I remember my first meeting there was really cool because I sat down and I'm like thinking like, okay, this is kind of a music meeting. I, I got all my songs lined up to show them and stuff. 
And it was supposed to be like a 15 minute coffee meeting turned into like a three hour dive deep asking questions. Who are you? And so for the, like for the whole conversation, they didn't listen to any of the music. They were just like, you know, who are you? Where are you from? What have you learned? Tell us about your family. Tell us about your, you know, what do you like aside from music? And it was just kind of like this cool get to know you thing. And uh, so I'm thinking like, well, you know, they're, they're having the conversation. These guys probably, you know, he's probably not that interested. Um, but then it's like one hour goes by and then another hour goes by. And then finally at the end, he said, all right, well, now let's hear your music. And so then we went out, then we listened to music after all of that. Wow. And, um, you know, and yeah. And so then we got to talk about like, you know, going forward and they had said that they were interested. And I think it was only three weeks to a month after that, that, uh, my family and I moved out here. Um, coolest moment. I, I always have to share this story is, you know, when I, when I came out here, I came out by myself to visit and, um, you know, that night I called my wife, she was back in Colorado, um, with our baby. And I was like, Hey babe, there might be an opportunity for us to like really pursue this. God might be opening a door out here, but like, here's the catch. We are probably going to have to move and live out here so that we're available. And I'm thinking like, oh, she's not going to go for it. She's going to miss her family. And literally like not even a second went by and she's like, okay, I'll start packing. Just like super happy and, wow. you know, just, just all in and, you know, come to find out like she had been praying on that too. And just believing, you know, that, that, that God was going to move us and God had been stirring us up. And so, um, you know, just the way that everything worked out was just, um, you know, it was above us, you know, it was, it was a God thing for sure. And I even see it in the emotions of my family when we left, you know, nobody was upset. Everybody was very, you know, comfortable and just all of that. And so, yeah, it was just, it was just a God thing from start to finish, but not until, you know, I gave that part of my life over to God and said, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm done doing it my way. It's all you now. So your song, your your newest, latest single, Step Into My Story, such a wonderful song. Uh, I really enjoy it. Uh, can you tell our listeners the story behind that song? Yeah, yeah. So that song um, was actually the first song that I wrote in Tennessee. And okay. it was really cool the way that that happens. Uh, my co-writer on there, Tony Wood, uh, when they were telling me about Tony, they said they might have this guy that's, you know, they can call and see if he can come in and do a co-write with me. And they told me who he was and kind of the accomplishments that he had made in his life. You know, he ton of number ones. He's a really accomplished and successful writer. And I had only been here, you know, not too long. And so I'm thinking, yeah, that would be cool if Tony would come in. I'm, I'm sure he's too busy. Like, I'm thinking he's not going to go for it because new guy in town. Who are you? You know, that kind of thing. Um, but, uh, he did show up for whatever reason, you know, he, he felt it in his heart to, to come by and, you know, he did show up and he sat down and we just kind of talked it out. Like what, what do you want to write a song about? And so we got down to it really talking about, you know, kind of like the story that I just told you of trying to do things your way for so long and continuing to go and, you know, being stubborn and being prideful and just running into the wall, expecting, you know, a different result and, you know, being tired of that and giving it up to God saying, all right, God, your way is better than mine. And so um, when we talk about that song, we like to say, you know, it is it's a song of surrender to God's will. Um, but, 
even more than that as well, it's a declaration of belief in his purpose for us. Um, you know, the, the part of that song that says we didn't come this far just to come this far. Um, I really, I really believe in that line so strongly because, you know, God has a future for us. God has that purpose for us. Um, but it's not only the future that he has for us. I know when we talk about God's plan, we always think forward and what's to come. But, um, the other thing that I truly believe about God is that his plan will use the past that we've been through. Um, his plan will take what we've done and repurpose it to glorify him because we can say, Hey, this is the person that I was and this is who I am now. And let me tell you how I got there. It's because of what God did. It's not about anything that I've done. And, and so, you know, when we say we didn't come this far just to come this far, absolutely. It's promise for the future, but it's also a reminder that Everything that you've been through, once you have God in your life, it's not for nothing. Like your story can save a life. Your story can, you know, can veer somebody off a path towards addiction, can, you know, can talk somebody, you know, into out of a bad situation that they're about to get into. Like your story that you've gone through can be used to save somebody else. And then it becomes bigger than you. You know, it becomes about the people around you. And ultimately it gives glory to God because you are using what you've been through good or bad for his purpose. You know, that's incredible. It's, it's definitely a great song and I know it's touching people and I'm glad God is using you to write these songs to impact people. Uh, another song, Sean. Uh, so from time to time, I'll be in the car with my daughter. My daughter is eight years old. And uh, from time to time, she'll ask me, Daddy, who who you interviewing? And, and I'll tell her. And a few weeks ago, I I was telling her a few people that we were interviewing, and, and I brought you up, and she wanted to know what you were, you know, what you sang or whatever. And so I started playing some of your songs, and then we came to a song brand new. Now, yeah. my girl likes to dance. She's in gymnastics, <laughs> but she loves to dance. And I look back in my rearview mirror, and she's just going to town. And so that is awesome. So we hear that song, you know, from time to time now since that day. And so what's what's brand new about? Man, brand new, uh, brand new actually came out right. We shot the music video like a week after my daughter was born. <laughs> um, it, it came out right around that time. And so um, the, the single cover art is actually like me holding her. It's like our hospital oh, wow. picture. It's kind of like it's kind of like grayed out and it's, you know, more artsy. So it's not just like the picture up front. But that's that's what the single cover art was. And um, that song is really just about, you know, feeling like you have a fresh start you know it was kind of me coming out of that season of doing stuff my way and you know into this season of man god i'm gonna give this to you and the second that i gave it up like things started to feel fresh things started to feel brand new you know um just again with with my daughter just being born as well it was like this really is brand like there's a brand new life right here no more sleep Um, (laughs) no no more sleep oh my gosh man (laughs) I, I got to tell you on that subject, you, you're, you're a dad. So you appreciate yeah. this, man. We we were not sleeping at all. And then my wife calls me one day and she's like, Hey, I found this sleep training class online and it's only a hundred dollars. And, and I'm like, buy it. I buy it. I don't care. <laughs> so she got it. I tell people like, it's the best hundred dollars that I've ever spent in my life. And like, we, we like believe in it so strongly and like are so like thankful for it that like when she tells other expecting moms about it, I'm like, 
babe, you got to calm down the excitement a little bit because you sound like you're like pyramid scheming this. Like you sound like you're a representative for it. And so she always prefaces like, I don't sell this. I'm just saying it works. But I got sidetracked. Anyway, yeah, man, brand new is uh, it's it's that, you know, it's just that that song of celebration, you know, and that's it usually even in concerts will come at the end of the concert because, you know, we, we've done the ministry moment. We've done the gospel presentation and the prayer, you know, all of that. And, you know, I love to end on a celebratory note of like just feeling that joy. And I really believe that that song translates it so well as that contagious joy and just, you know, a celebration of us being able to say our life is brand new. We're not who we are anymore because we have God in our life. And so if you see the music video, actually the concept behind that was, you know, everything's black and white. And, you know, as it's, you know, as the joy starts to spread, things come back into color and there's a lot of bursts and, you know, just fun on the screen. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that's, uh, and there's actually some cool break dancing in there too. So she might enjoy it, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, that, oh man, that song was just a blast to make for sure. So you were a children's pastor, youth pastor before your singing career. So uh, I was a youth pastor for a very long time, like 14, 15 years. And so I've seen and heard everything. So what was, well, we'll we'll do two different ways. What was your favorite part? What was your favorite part about doing children's and youth ministry? Man, um, are you familiar with Vacation Bible School? Yes. Okay. It's, I hate to say this on a Christian podcast, but it's like a babysitting service for parents. Dude, yeah. The parents look forward to vacation, Bob. I know like, because there's because when it was coming worth up, worth doing it this in one month. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I I know that. I know how that is, man. Because yep. As soon as the announcement would hit, it's like parents would sign up. Oh, we've been waiting for this all year. You guys should do two of these a year. Like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's it, man. But but I got to say, though, honestly, man, uh, VBS was my favorite part of, of both youth and kids because um, on the youth side, it gave the youth an opportunity to, you know, kind of develop this sense of maturity and step into, you know, a leadership role. And I saw a lot of teenagers, um, you know, who, you know, like to, you know, cut up and mess around and stuff. I saw a lot of them take this new mentality and personality when it came to VBS, they would be like really responsible. And I'm like, this isn't even the same kid that comes to youth on, you know, during the week. Um, and, and so it's really cool to see that transformation. And a lot of the youth that I've seen be involved in that and, um, have really just kind of carried that transformation with them and they look forward to it every year. And so, you know, one, I'm sure if, if you're familiar with church, you know, the term being voluntold to do something, right. You know, it's, you're not volunteering, you're being voluntold. And so, you know, I would voluntell some of the teenagers like, Hey, okay, cool. You're signed up for VBS. Let's go. Like, I'll, I think God's calling you to do this brother. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. Um, but uh, but once they got into it, they were like, they really ran with it, and they were so great mm-hmm. with it. Um, and then on the kids side, you know, just making church fun for kids is is definitely like the best the best thing. You know, making it somewhere that they want to be. Um, we developed these like characters that would do skits throughout the day, and you know, one we had this character named Coco Puff, and I remember one he's one day this mom came to the church and she's like, um, 
who's Cocoa Puff? And I'm like, oh, he's one of our characters. And she's like, oh, okay, because my kids were praying for him last night oh. that uh, he would come back to the good side. And I just wanted to know what that was about. And I'm like, that's cool. That's like really cool. Um, but yeah, just given that, given that kids that given the kids the space to have fun and just, you know, love being at church, I think is something really cool that if we can continue to doing that, it plants that seed from a young age. And, you know, and we spark up those memories, you know, for when they get older of, you know, Oh, I want to serve because when I went to VBS as a kid, it was so much fun. And I remember this, this, and this, and, you know, it, it kind of just encourages them. And there's that seed planted there of like, now nah, I want to give back to that. And, um, so that was definitely on both, you know, both kids and youth. That was my favorite part for sure. Have you ever heard of Bible man? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> See, okay. We had, we had Cade <laughs> Thompson on here a few weeks ago and we talked to him okay. about, we were talking about church and stuff and we asked him about Bible man and he was clueless. I was like, dude, it's like the Power, Rangers, Power Rangers is a Christian church. But it's like Bible Man was yeah. big, big lot version of you know power. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you're you're not gonna believe this. Actually, my my uh, younger brother is uh, in town this week visiting from Colorado, and last night we were literally watching the Bible Man movies on YouTube. Uh, we were like Shadow of Doubt, Doctor Fear, Prince of Pride, like we were just going through the scenes, like watching the old. Bible. So that's that's hilarious that you bring that up. <laughs> Yeah, every children's pastor should know who Bible Man is. So you you have to. It's it's a requirement <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so back to your songwriting. What what inspires you to write these songs? Um, you know, a lot of people. It's it's people will write in like with Matthew West. You know, he gets a lot of stories and he writes off of those stories. A lot of people. It's uh, inspiration that happens in their family life or or whatever. So what what inspires you to do? to write your songs um i like i love to to feel what i'm writing you know and so a lot of of what comes out would be just kind of like in this moment of like oh man i'm really feeling this right now i want to i want to put this out and um you know i i try so much to like you know feel the joy of God in my life and look for the things that are going to bring joy and, and i also try to you know create that feeling that you know, will be contagious as well. And so a lot of the stuff that I write about is about joy because it's like, you know, I just, just want to talk about the things that we can be thankful for and be, be blessed by. And, you know, one of the songs that kind of, you know, veered off in that, from that, you know, joy theme was a song on the last, uh, on the EP that I put out it was called I will. Mm -hmm. And that song was a little bit different. And the feeling that I had writing that was kind of that, like, confusion in my life of, you know, I, I talked about earlier where I was just, you know, praying with God, like, God, why did, you know, why do I want to do this if it's not happening? Like, why, you know, what am I praying for? What am I doing? You know, all I know is that I really want to do this. And so, you know, there's, there's lines in there talking about like, you know, I, um, you know, like, so it says like, I've, I've been thinking, you know, what I might be had I made a couple different choices and, you know, just kind of like questioning and going back and forth with yourself. And then ultimately landing on that point that says, you know, I will follow whatever road you tell me. And when the night gets long and the water's deep, I'll keep my eyes on you. I will. I, and uh, so ultimately landing on that, on that decision that says, you know, no matter what confusion I feel in my heart, like I'm giving this up to you. It's not about me anymore. This is about you. And I will 
you know, do what you want me to do. I will go where you tell me to go and, and say the words that you want me to say. Um, and so, you know, that, that song has a really special meaning to me because like I said, just, just writing about the feeling that I have is like, um, that's really big to me. And so that song was just kind of, it, it was, it was special and it was deep and it was, you know, it was a tough feeling to have, but you know, it's something that I believe was necessary to take that next step that God was calling me to. Sean, this next segment is simply called Favorite Things, and so I'm just going to give you something, and you first thing that pops up in your head, you just tell me, okay? Rapid fire. All right, your favorite food? Smothered burritos. And now, Smothered a burrito. lot of people don't... Cheese? Yeah, oh, absolutely. A lot of people don't know what smothered burritos are. Like, when we got to Tennessee, man, they don't have, like hatch green chili in the way that we have it in Colorado and so now I like it even more because I can only get it when I go back home to visit my family like my grandma knows oh he's coming over let's make some burritos that's <laughs> she always gives us a hard time like that's the only way you guys are gonna come see me if I make burritos <laughs> now I will say you said hatch green chilies have you ever been it's Tex-Mex to Chewy's I have yeah Chewy's has hatch green chilies and it is spicy but it's, it's good it's it is it is really good it's not the same though it's okay it's different because this this hatch chili is like it's i don't want to say sauce because it's not a sauce but it's kind of like that and it's got pork and chili in it, it, it it's you can't explain it unless you've had it before <laughs> you know now chewy's, but, chewy's jalapeno ranch is incredible yes that i will give them that that is really good <laughs> Sean, what's your favorite movie? Um, I really, really like. Well, I, that's not a fair question because I have a lot of favorite movies. Uh, Gladiator well, what's is a, what's the definitely movie you can watch over and over. Gladiator. Yeah, I do watch Gladiator. that movie over and over. Actually, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's that's probably up there on like my top my top list. You know, I could binge like the Karate Kid series every now and then. Um. You know, like Karate Kid 1, Karate Kid 2, not really 3. They kind of lost me on 3. But, you know, Karate Kid 1, where he first meets Miyagi, like, I love that movie as well. But Gladiator is, like, hands down. If I can only watch one movie for the rest of my life, that would be it. <laughs> Do you have a show to binge? Oh, I don't know how this is going to make me sound. Okay, I should start by saying... It used to be Veggie Tales because that was the only thing that I was allowed to watch aside from Bible Man, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and so my my Veggie Tales knowledge runs deep. Um, but uh, it's fun. So right now I'm a huge SpongeBob fan. Okay. Like I could watch SpongeBob all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know how that'll make people well, see me. I'll tell SpongeBob. you this. I'll tell you this, Sean. Out of all the interviews that we've done, we've been doing this for a year now. You are the first that has their favorite show as a cartoon. So there you go. Man, I I don't know how that's uh, all right. <laughs> you know what? We'll we'll wear that. I'll wear that badge with pride. <laughs> Because, because you know what, it evens out because my favorite movie is Gladiator, so I, I needed to soften it up somewhere. <laughs> oh, Lord. So I, I think I get a pass. I ended up, I ended up right where I need to be. All right. Uh, 
It reminds me of, yeah. Anyway, uh, what is, do you have a favorite artist of all time? Oh, yeah, Toby Mac. Easy. Toby Mac. Um, yeah, Toby Mac is, um, he's definitely inspiration behind a lot of uh, the music that I've done, The you know, sure. from the style and the feel. Um, like I said, grew up listening to him. And um, even now, man, he just, he just continues to kill it. Like, he stays... Mm-hmm. He's, his songs just stay relevant. They stay like really good, yeah. and that's that's really rare um, for as long as he's he's been doing music and everything. Like he just does not slow down, and uh, that's that's crazy. And I've also heard really good things just about the way that he treats his team and the way that he you know treats people. And I got to meet him once since I've been out here, like not officially, it was kind of accidentally. We were both at Top Golf, and. Uh, and I was like, should I go talk to him? No, that'd be weird. But like the fan in me went to talk to him and uh, he was like super cool, man. He he stopped and, you know, kind of stepped out of his circle and took time to talk to me. And I just thought it was really cool because I'm like, dude, Toby Mac, you don't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> but like he's like he's just like came off as a really humble dude. And I've heard great things about him as well. So just, you know, not only from his music, but I think the way that he's handled himself and his career are definitely things to you know look up to and just learn as much as I can from. Now, are you a DC Talk fan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Jesus Freak. Jesus is all right. And all those those were like those are probably my two that I'm like, yeah, I had those on loop, made my parents listen to those back to back to back all when, the time. When we were doing youth ministry, a lot of kids, of course, knew Toby Mac, but they never heard of DC talk. I'm like, yep. It's because of DC. Mm-hmm. Talk. That's who Toby is. Um, yeah. Do you have a dream duet? That's a good one. Um, I would love to do something with, uh, I, I really love what uh, Torn Wells is doing right now. Yeah. Um, I, I love the, the pop style. I think that uh, if we collabed on something like that would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I'm assuming, you know, the, the Toby Mac duet is an obvious because, you know, that's favorite artist. But outside of him, you know, I love what Torn Wells is Torn. doing. I'm also a big fan of, uh, of Danny Gokey. So, you know, those the, the, the top three right there. Do you have a favorite ice cream flavor? Salted caramel. Salted caramel. What about, yep. um, you're on the Christian Music Guys podcast. Uh, do you have a favorite podcast? I feel like that's a trick question. <laughs> because you, because Toby, you probably Mac doesn't with... have a podcast, bro. So <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're on the Christian music guys podcast, by the way, do you have a favorite podcast? <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I would, I would put, um, I would put Christian music guys podcast up there in my top now because of this interview. I, I've had a blast on here with you. Uh, so funny. this is, uh, yeah, this is definitely going up there. Um, I really like, um, I really like stuff like, uh, that uh, the daily wire puts yeah. out i'm a big fan of daily wire and so i listen to them you know pretty often you can't go wrong with really any of their guys they're nice they all have like you know different takes and mm-hmm. different things that make them funny and stuff like that so i think they mix yeah. it up well and you know they're they're probably like my go-to awesome uh the last one uh do you have a go-to verse oh well, yeah i got a lot but uh, can i give you two I, sure. i'll pick, only pick two i got a lot but i'll yeah, pick yeah, two yeah, yeah. 
Um, first one is Matthew 5:16. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good work and glorify your Father in heaven. Um, I love that verse because it just, you know, it tells you what we're here for. Like we're here to be everything that God created us to be. Um, but you know, we, we're not the light. We're reflections of God's light because the point is to turn people back to him. And, you know, so it's the, it's the Bible telling us like, be everything that you're supposed to be, but remember why you are that and let people know why you are that and then show them how to be everything that they're supposed to be. And that's through God. Um, and then the other one is, um, and now, all glory to God, who through his mighty power at work within us is able to accomplish infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. And um, that on a lot of levels, I, I don't think, I think sometimes people read that verse and they think like infinitely more in terms of like blessing, like, like physical blessings mm. and stuff. Um, but I always challenge people to look at that verse as like, look what God's done with your life after you gave it to him, um, you know, look at who you were and look at everything that you've done and how he's using that. Because I know for, you know, the ups and downs that I've had and the mistakes that I've made and, uh, you know, all of that, God has done infinitely more than I thought that I could have done, you know, because of the mistakes and because of the letdowns and because of the hurts, he's done infinitely more than I thought that I could do. Um, even through all of that. And he's used that to create me and, you know, round me out into this person that he really had for me to be. And so, you know, again, like I said about the, we didn't come this far, just come this far phrase, you think forward for sure, but it applies backwards as well. Like, you know, God will do infinitely more in our future and has done infinitely more with our past by transforming us and making us, you know, into who we are. Yeah. Good stuff. So what what is next for you, Sean, and, and how can our listeners keep up with you? Man, next we have some really exciting stuff. Um, we are working on finishing out an album, and that will be the it'll be the debut album, the first one to come out, and I'm really excited about that one. Um, there is also some huge news that is coming next month, and that. Uh, I can't talk about it yet, but I will definitely going call hit, you. You going on? <laughs> you going on hits deep, with Toby? Um, one one day, man. One day. One day. It's yeah, happen. it's it's gonna happen. Yeah. I, I believe it's gonna happen yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, this uh, this I'm really excited about what we got coming up though, and you yeah. know, so I'm just um, so just staying thankful, you know, for for everything, for every opportunity um that uh, comes my way for sure, and just embracing it with, you know, full passion and just full, full thankfulness. Um, you know, for people who want to, you know, jump on board and see what that big announcement is, cause it, it is a big one. Um, if you want to jump on board and see what that is, uh, coming in October, uh, my website is seanbmusic.com. That will link you to, you know, all the social media platforms. You can hear music, see music videos and all that. Um, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok are at Sean B official. Um, but my website's probably the easiest one to go to because it has the little icons that you can click and it'll just take you straight there. And also you can loop this um, this episode of the Christian guy Christian Music Guys podcast and uh, you can just you know continue to hear this story over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean, to wrap up, I'd like to see if you'd be willing to share something that God has been doing in your life recently that would help build our listeners' faith. 
Yes. Whew. Oh, I, I, it's another one of those things where I got to pick one, man. Um, man, God has shown me to focus on lifting up others and serving others before serving yourself. Um, everything, all of life is just, it's so relational. Um, if you can make that decision and sometimes it's a hard decision because I think by nature, we're kind of like wanting to put ourselves first, you know, by nature, it's kind of like a, I got to get mine thing. Um, but when you have the heart that will sincerely put others first, God sees that and he will never leave you wanting because of that. God has fulfilled just every need and not only musically, but I mean, you know, I see that in, you know, in, in putting my family first, he has made me and my wife's relationship stronger. He's, you know, made me just enjoy and love, you know, these early years with my daughter and putting other people first. I've, you know, loved the church that I'm serving at, and I've seen how I could be a blessing to ministries there that have nothing to do with music, but, you know, this, you know, just serving where God has you. Um, I would definitely encourage the listeners just, you know, make serving a priority and ask yourself how you can remove yourself from the picture, lift up others first, because when you lift up others, you're lifting God up. I'm ultimately people are the ministry and when we love others the way that God loves us he sees that and he like I said he'll never leave us wanting he will never leave us dry it, you know he will always fill and he always fill up for what we pour out more abundantly than what we pour out and so you know I believe that I always pray that over people who are you know who serve you know concerts that we go to you know and they have great teams serving and all of that I always have that prayer of you know God fill them up for everything that they pour out and I truly believe that he does that so you know just to summarize that again what has God shown me that I could pass on the listeners is is serve for sure yeah amen that's a good word good word Sean well, thank you so much for joining with me this uh, evening, and uh, go Titans! Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll see. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for having me on, man. This was great. Thanks again, Sean B, for sitting down and chatting with us. Like us on all socials at Christian Music Guys. Check us out on our webpage, ChristianMusicGuys.com. There you will find a tab to be one of our supporters. Greatly appreciate it. Make sure you rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and give us a review. You'd be greatly appreciated. See you next week.